Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Mark chapter 10. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, you are great. We want to be with you. We pray that we would be your children and be like little children focused on you. That we would not be trying to accomplish our own ends, but humbly and cheerfully seeking you. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Mark chapter 10. And from there he set out and came to the region of Judea and the other side of the Jordan. And again crowds came together to him. And again, as he was accustomed to do, he began to teach them. And they asked him if it was permitted for a man to divorce his wife in order to test him. And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? So they said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and to send her away. But Jesus said to them, He wrote this commandment for you because of your hardness of heart. But from the beginning of creation, he made them male and female. Because of this, a man will leave his father and mother and will be joined to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, man must not separate. And in the house again, the disciples began to ask him about this. And he said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. And they were bringing young children to him so that he could touch them. But the disciples rebuked them. But when Jesus saw it, he was indignant and said to them, Let the young children come to me. Do not forbid them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. Truly I say to you, whoever does not welcome the kingdom of God like a young child will never enter into it. And after taking them into his arms, He blessed them, placing his hands on them. And as he was setting out on his way, one individual ran up and knelt down before him and asked him, Good teacher, what must I do so that I will inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder. Do not commit adultery. Do not steal. Do not give false testimony. Do not defraud. Honor your father and mother. And he said to him, Teacher, all these I have observed from my youth. And Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, You lack one thing. Go, sell all that you have and give the proceeds to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, follow me. But he looked gloomy at the statement and went away sorrowful because he had many possessions. Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How difficult it is for those who possess wealth to enter into the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astounded at his words. But Jesus answered and said to them again, Children, how difficult it is to enter into the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter into the kingdom of God. And they were very astounded, saying to one another, And who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and said, With human beings it is impossible, but not with God, for 
all things are possible with God. Peter began to say to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. Jesus said, Truly I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields on account of me and on account of the gospel, who will not receive a hundred times as much now in this time houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and fields, together with persecutions, and in the age to come, eternal life. But many who are first will be last, and the last first. Now they were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was going on ahead of them, and they were astounded, but those who were following him were afraid. And taking aside the twelve again, he began to tell them the things that were about to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem. The Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and will hand him over to the Gentiles. And they will mock him, and spit on him, and flog him, and kill him. And after three days he will rise. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask you. And he said to them, What do you want that I do for you? So they said to him, Grant to us that we may sit one at your right hand and one at your left in your glory. But Jesus said to them, You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink or to be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? And they said to him, We are able. So Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup that I drink, and you will be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant, but is for those for whom it has been prepared. And when they heard this, the ten began to be indignant about James and John. And Jesus called them to himself and said to them, You know that those who are considered to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their people in high positions exercise authority over them. But it is not like this among you. But whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be most prominent among you must be the slave of all. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. And they came to Jericho. And as he was setting out from Jericho along with his disciples and a large crowd, a blind beggar, Bartimaeus the son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. And when he heard that it was Jesus the Nazarene, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And many people warned him that he should be quiet, but he was crying out even more loudly, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and said, Call him. And they called the blind man and said to him, Have courage, get up, he's calling you. And he threw off his cloak and jumped up and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered him and said, What do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may regain my sight. And Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has healed you. And immediately he regained his sight and began to follow him on the road. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. This chapter begins Jesus' journey to Jerusalem, where he's going to be killed. And so Jesus makes it to the area of Judea beyond the Jordan. 
and they ask him this question about divorce, Jesus makes it very simple for us. God made marriage to be two becoming one. Therefore, what God has joined together, man must not separate, Jesus says. The answer was too simple, so the disciples asked for more information, and Jesus says that to divorce and remarry is the equivalent of adultery. Adultery was forbidden in the Ten Commandments, and the punishment under the law of Moses was death. The disciples thought that Jesus was too important to be bothered by children. Jesus was indignant with that attitude. Jesus said, Let the young children come to me. Do not forbid them, for to such belongs the kingdom of God. We get smarter and more sophisticated as we get older, but often we use that to deceive ourselves and come up with loopholes to do the sins we really want to do. Jesus said we have to become like children. Then the rich man runs up to Jesus and calls him good teacher. Jesus makes a point of that because... The man is thinking along the lines of earning. Jesus says, No one is good except God alone. If we think we can do anything good enough to earn eternal life, we are badly mistaken. The man thought he was keeping all the commands. So Jesus tells him to sell everything and give it to the poor and follow him. The man went away sad. We immediately think about ourselves and say, Wait, do I have to give up everything to follow Jesus? Back in chapter 8, verse 34, Jesus said, If anyone wants to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Short answer? Yes. The longer answer is that we continue as managers of what God has given us. But as managers, we have to be ready to give it away at any time. Jesus says it's impossible for a rich person to enter the kingdom. It is only possible with God. But that doesn't mean it is painless. Peter brings up the fact that they did leave everything to follow Jesus. And Jesus says they will be rewarded, both in this age, but with persecutions mixed in, and in the age to come. But he adds that there are many who are first who will be last. Jesus continues on the road to Jerusalem and describes what's going to happen to him there. Like we mentioned, taking up the cross, he's going to be on a cross and die. Jesus isn't asking us to give up any more than he already gave up. James and John ask for the top positions in Jesus' kingdom. Jesus says they will drink his cup and be baptized with his baptism. I believe he's talking about the suffering again there. But he explains that the top position in his kingdom is the position of servant. We naturally think that being in authority means telling other people what to do. Jesus says being in authority means serving other people. Then we have the healing of blind Bartimaeus. He says, Son of David, have mercy on me. This is calling Jesus the Messiah. Since Mark mentions Bartimaeus by name, it is likely that some of his readers would already have heard of Bartimaeus, maybe even met him. And now for a deeper dive. Jesus asked Bartimaeus, What do you want me to do for you? 
If Jesus asked me that question, what would I say? It reminds me of when God appeared to Solomon in a dream and told him to ask for whatever he wanted. Jesus used vision, the idea of seeing, to describe understanding on many occasions. Do we want to see the truth above all else? Bartimaeus couldn't be a beggar after he got his eyesight. He would have to work to earn a living. Would we rather remain blind so we don't have to work? Solomon asked God for wisdom. James tells us in James chapter 1 that if we lack wisdom, we should ask God, and he will give it to us liberally. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.